More than 30 Auckland roads are still closed following back-to-back extreme weather events, including the anniversary weekend floods and Cyclone Gabrielle. That's down from a peak of 120 roads closed and 1,300 slips around the region. The isolated beach settlement of Karikari is still cut off after significant landslides that saw houses swept away and the power off for days. Other West Auckland roads have suffered significant damage, with almost all waiting on geotech assessments. While joining us now is Auckland Transport Chief Engineer Murray Burt. Kia ora, Murray. I understand you've been at Karikari. What do the roads look like there? Kia ora. Yes, I'm calling actually from Karikari, and we've uh, complete, completed geotechnical assessments of the roads this week, and I've been out there with the uh, contractor looking at doing upgrades and improvements so that we can open the road for residents, officially open it uh, very, very shortly. So uh, the, the, the slips are quite uh, horrendous in some sections of the road and there will be parts of Lone Kauri Road which we'll have to keep closed, but uh, we'll be op- able to open at least Karikari Road uh, for residents' access uh, in, in the coming weeks. Both lanes or a single lane no, access? So it will be single lane access through uh, these tight spots. There's at least 15 slip sites, major slips through Lone Kauri and Karikari. So it will be um, yeah, quite constrained access, but it will be able to be officially open for the residents down there. And what's a few weeks exactly, Murray? So t- walking over with the contractor today, um, definitely within two weeks we'll have uh, the, the basic works done the signage in place and, and everything to be opened, but we're optimistic that it will be able to be uh, completed before that. So a maximum of two weeks, but hopefully sooner. Yes, exactly. You say officially opening the road. Does that mean people are still driving it right now? So I've been through today. Uh, there's sections that is really pedestrian access only, um, and there's other sections that are trafficable by vehicles, but we're definitely not recommending that anybody traverses there. And uh, at the moment, residents are receiving helicopter drops from Auckland Emergency Management of Lifeline Supplies. Okay, so that fix that you're talking about, which is two weeks away, that's not the whole story, right? So what else is going on with opening up access there, clearing all the roads? Yeah, so what we'll be able to do immediately is what we call minimum viable levels of service to reopen a lifeline access route. Uh, Obviously, to restore the road to its original condition is is a major job. That will require a lot more geotechnical investigation, design work for building retaining walls uh, and other security measures to to secure the slopes. And that will definitely be months' worth of work uh, and, and the number of slips that are down uh, in Lone Kauri and Karikari Road, uh, it, it could even be more than a year before we get things back to the way that they were. More than a year? Yeah, absolutely. Some of the slips uh, I've had a look at today, you would have to secure the first one before you could move on to, to working on the, on the second one. Uh, so it will be a progressive uh, piece of work and, and it's a significant amount of work uh, to reopen those two roads uh, to full uh, two-lane access. Murray, have you got an idea of how many people are sort of trapped living there at the moment? Uh, I don't have the exact figures, but 
I believe that there's around uh, 25 households at least, maybe more. I think Auckland Emergency Management is holding the details of exactly how many people uh, are still living in that area. Sure. So you've got the Geotech report back to do this initial work. So what is that telling you? Are things still moving? So with the, um, how do I explain? We've installed some uh, monitoring stations to detect movement. And with the better weather over recent uh, days and weeks, the uh, sites seem to be stable at the moment. But we'll reassess after any additional rainfall that we have to see if there's been any change. And that could also change uh, the status of the road and and its opening uh, at any point. So you are warning, really, aren't you, that despite the fact your ambitions are to open this within two weeks, that it could close at the drop of a hat if something starts moving again? Yeah, exactly. We we don't know what happens when a major weather event comes through, and so we'd have to reassess at that point. And I guess the clear message is for all the communities of Karikari, Piha, Murawai, that general public should stay away and that uh, things are still uh, very delicate. And really, it's for residents only in these areas at this point in time. Well, given that these are temporary repairs and you're still asking people to stay away and you've told us big picture, more than a year potentially, to do the full fix, are people going to be told to stay away, members of the public who don't live there? Could they be, well, in essence, banned from some of these West Coast settlements for more than a year? Um, I think definitely there's beach areas that will be open for general public access where we can. Uh, Some of these more sensitive areas like Karekare will just have to be monitored on a, on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis. The aim of Auckland Transport is always to open up uh, for public access for everyone, and that will be what we'll be aiming at doing as quickly as physically possible. Just looking at your website and not taking away anything from the fact that you've got down from 120 road closures to just over 30, right, and you were facing 1,300 slips, no mean feat, absolutely. But on that list of still-closed roads... Everything seems to have next to it waiting on geotech assessment. Are there enough skills in this area and resources for these assessments to be done or is there a backlog and you've got to be in a queue to have an assessment of each individual road? So there's an element that uh, full geotech assessments can't be done until the sites are stabilised and uh, we've been waiting a little for things to stabilise. We're now moving ahead very rapidly with geotechnical assessments on all of the sites uh, and the results are coming in on a daily basis and as those results come in we're able to update on on the website so definitely for Lone Kauri and Kati Kati we'll be able to make those updates uh, eminently and change that status. Murray I did notice one change on the website Scenic Drive this is the slip being called Elevation Slip what's the deal with that road? So Elevation Slip has been a pinch point for the Piha community and uh, we've done a lot of work to reopen single lane access there. Um, I'm actually very close to Elevation Slip right now and the aim is that we open that up for single lane running at some point this evening and they're installing the the traffic lights uh, now so I think that they should be opening imminently this evening which will allow at least light traffic, anything less than 3.5 tonnes to be able to traverse through elevation in a single lane operation. And is that reserved for residents basically as well or any car can go through? Uh, At this point, uh, I believe that we'll be opening it for general traffic, 
However, I think final decisions are still being made in conjunction with Auckland Emergency Management uh, and in consultation with the communities in this area. Appreciate your time, Murray. Thank you very much for joining us. That's Murray Burke, Chief Engineer at Auckland Transport there. A timeline, really, for Kari Kari and um, that slip on Scenic Drive, elevation slip, around about 6 o'clock is when they think they'll be open with one lane. Um, and you will probably be aware of the climate change marches around the country, speaking of traffic, and we'll have more on the actual marches later in the programme. But in Auckland, the climate march is ending at Victoria Park, where there's a concert until 7 this evening, and Auckland Transport is warning there will likely be a mix of road closures, one-way and full closures, as the march moves um, over certain streets in the city, getting towards um, Victoria Park along Custom Street and Fanshawe Street. So be aware of that, and there'll be rolling closures as the march moves through different intersections. That's from now until 6, but I understand the marches are kind of running a little bit behind schedule. So be aware of that. Auckland's downtown major streets temporarily closed are Fanshawe Street, including the on-ramp to the Harbour Bridge, Halsey and Beaumont Streets. And that creates an issue with the buses, obviously. So all buses that leave from the downtown area, Auckland Transport says they have been redirected to bus stops further up in the CBD. So bottom line, check the website or your app to make sure which roads are closed and where your bus is going from.